everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we are at minute... 51. 51. Thank you. I did not have my notes pulled up. (laughs) Can I just start by saying that King of New York is in this movie a whole lot later than I realized. Yeah, I really thought we were going to get it on like Wednesday this week, but we have no songs this week. Well, I was thinking about it before I started watching the minutes, and you'll see in this minute, and, and mostly in the next minute, it would be really, really coarse of them to take a picture for the newspaper given the events of this scene. Sure. It'd be messed up if they were like, oh no, the thing happens. Yeah. Well, pose for... <laughs> I had, I guess, the order of things out of order Mm -hmm. in my brain. Yeah. I don't know. I I thought King of New York happened much earlier. Yeah. I didn't realize that the only thing happening in this minute is they're ripping up some paper. Right. For a full 60 seconds, plus some of tomorrow. Well, I do do have things to talk about. But before we get into that... We have some retractions. That's what we're calling it in this podcast. Yeah, if you if you're coming to us from unabashedly obsessed, you'll remember our no context corrections where I was very bad about providing no context. I always provided usually too much context. (laughs) Uh But on this show, we're going to call them retractions because of newspapers. Yes. And we can provide context. It's fine. Newspapers typically do that. Do they? I feel like retractions are usually like. I guess the context is we printed this. We should have printed that. Yeah, and it's usually we printed this in this article right sometimes in this paragraph yeah i guess it depends on the newspaper but last week in seize the day there was an entire line proud and defiant will slay the giant which we mentioned but didn't talk about didn't talk about the fact that that's a huge callback to david and denton's first meeting right uh once again another thing that makes this a uh uh what's it called like a, a a signature david song yeah this could not be someone else's song because of the education of David, and also that he's referencing a conversation only he had with Denton. Like, yeah. Although, to be fair, I think that was a chorus line, right? But I don't think that was one of David's solo lines. Sure, but I it, in my in my mind, and also in the certain things I'm developing, like if you start the song, it doesn't matter who joins in. Sure, it's your song. It's your song. Yeah. yeah. Does that mean that uh, "Carry on the Banner" is Racetrack's song? Um, maybe, maybe. Because that's his cigar. It is, but he'll steal another, an- another. Yeah, but that's his cigar. It's the first line of the that's song. true. The first line we hear sung. It's true. Is racetrack. The first voice we hear speaking and the first voice we hear singing is both racetrack. Because Max Casella is a god among men. Yep. He's Casella and Lind. No, no. <laughs> so you want to so- talk about... Ripping up paper? Uh, I want to talk about how dirty the glass is. Yeah, okay, so this minute starts (laughs) with Jack climbing up to make faces at Weasel and the Delancey Brothers. Yes. And it goes through everyone running away just as slash just before the camera cuts to to Crutchy. Right. Um, Yes, I have two notes. One is... I bet this scene was fun to film. Yeah. The other is, God, I would not put my mouth all up on that gross-ass window. Yeah, I said, ugh, how dirty is that glass? Is that a parent concern? I just can't help but think about how gross that glass is. It's like the whole time he's 
putting he's like smashing his face up against the window and like making faces and like blowing raspberries on the window but it's when he moves his face from one location to the other without lifting his face that i'm like oh come on oh and you know his face is super greasy because we've seen his hair and we've seen his bandana we know we know that his face is probably also just gross we've seen him not take a shower this entire movie right yeah. So it reminds me of when Kaylee used to suck on the handle of the shopping cart uh-huh. when we'd go to the grocery yep. store. Like when she was littler and would like sit up in the, the front part of the cart. And every time I would go to get something off a shelf, I would turn back around and she would have her mouth on the, the handlebar. Yeah. I always chalk that up to building immune system. Same. Have to do it. When, when Lorelai was itty bitty, <laughs> I had a shopping cart cover. Right. That I think I brought with me twice and then decided that was a pain in the ass and not worth it. Yep. So I'm so glad I spent hours making that thing because... You made it? I made one because I found fabric that I really liked and I wanted to use it for something. You're so crafty. I know. Um, if I had a nickel for every hour that I've wasted crafting something that I didn't end up using. <laughs> yeah. I'd have so many nickels. Nice. Yeah. Instead, I just have, you know, years of my life spent in front of a sewing machine. <laughs> with nothing to show With for. nothing. Well, I mean, I have a lot of useless objects to show for it. That's I true. made a baby carrier, too. Could you sell those for a nickel? I have tried. Oh, okay. I finally gave up and just donated them. Yeah. Because nobody wanted to buy something that said it was homemade. Right. I have throwing tomatoes at the Delanceys. Uh-huh. Uh, which, it, uh, on second viewing, I realized they were throwing tomatoes at the Delanceys to give Jack time enough to get down and run away before the Delanceys could come out and open the door and pull in and get him. Oh, I didn't realize that because I wondered why they suddenly stopped throwing right. tomatoes, let the Delanceys get out and run away, and then resumed throwing tomatoes. I'm right. like, once that door opens, wouldn't you just start chucking fruit again? Right. But no, they yeah. did not. I think that they were. I think they were d- providing cover fire for Jack to get down. That makes a lot of sense. I did say um, not exactly rotten fruit, but they do appear to have perfect aim, as claimed. That is true. So they did. Well, I mean, technically, tomatoes are fruit. They didn't look particular. They are. They are a uh, what is it? Botanical definition of a fruit. Yes. If not a culinary version of, and a fruit. they weren't like rotten rotten but right. they smooshed nicely they did smoosh nicely i mean nicely. if you've got like a really like a not quite ripe tomato or even a properly ripe tomato if you, i mean you would have to chuck it really really hard that's for it true. to smoosh like that and actually you know that's actually a kind of a safety thing like good on them for for using rotten tomatoes because if someone got hit with a not rotten tomato that could really do some damage it could also and also it's just also tomatoes are gross and it would just be less satisfying yeah exactly so uh weasel Gets on a phone. That doesn't work properly. Right. Uh, Would you like to know about that phone? Oh, my goodness. I guess. So it's called a candlestick phone. Okay. Uh, It says that they were popularized throughout the 1890s through the 1930s, which means that Weasel, with his gold-plated candlestick phone, was kind of at the cutting edge of how cool his phone was. He's like an early adopter. He had basically an iPhone before everyone else. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> uh, the candlestick- and a gold-plated one, right. too. They didn't he, even make those he, until, what, Generation 6? Yeah, he had, like, the rose gold iPhone before when everyone else was with their stupid black ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, it says the candlestick phone was separated into two pieces, a mouthpiece that stood upright, which is called the candlestick, and the receiver, which you placed on your ear, you know, you know, like you do. Yeah. It says, by the 1930s, these types of phones had phased out of fashion as phone manufacturers started combining the mouthpiece and receiver into a single unit. A trend that continues to the modern day. 
This is the first time, but not the last time this week, that we will see something that goes out of fashion or out of commission in the 1930s, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. So I was like, surely I can find out about that phone. And then I found a website that I was like, maybe it'll show me pictures of phones. I was like, nope, these are not. This is just text that talking about the evolution of the phone. And then it was like the candlestick phone. I was like, ding, that's it. I'm fascinated that you found something to research in this minute, because as I was watching it, I was just like, this is just people shredding newspapers yeah. and pushing over piles of newspapers. It was it was a second. I think it was a second watch find. Okay. Where I was like, the phone. Also, uh, Alexander Graham Bell is credited with the invention of the phone, but like seven other people kind of also could take credit for inventing the phone. And it's sort of like a Thomas Edison invented electricity sort of deal. But were their names as cool sounding? Uh, one of them was Thomas Edison. Yeah, but he got electricity. Yeah. Tesla was not Although, on there at all. So I guess Ben Franklin kind of got electricity. Yeah. I think Thomas Edison, I don't know. With, um, Edison was the light bulb. It was the light bulb. And then like in-home electricity. Yeah. Um, Franklin was just outdoor electricity. Yeah, nature electricity. In, in a storm. Right. With a kite. <laughs> Dangerous electricity. Right. Uh, yeah, so that's what I have, but um, I was, I was, yeah, I was pretty proud to, to find something about that uh, to talk about at all. Yeah. Oh, there's a moment when we see Racetrack up on, like, the cart, and he just looks like he's not thrilled to be there. <laughs> and it's the only time I've seen Max Casella in this movie so far not be just all in. I wonder if there's a character reason for that. Like, he doesn't like to see these. He's all for the strike, but he doesn't like to see this paper destroyed because you could sell it to it was, people, like, men have money to buy cigars or something. Maybe. It it felt more like, because it was just a very quick, like, here's, here's Les and Boots pushing over some piles of newspapers. Here's Racetrack and some other guys on the cart. Here's this person doing this thing. Yeah. It feels like they maybe just caught him in a moment when he was not particularly doing anything right it's not like he looks like he's actively like god why are we here i'm so hungry can we please just go to crap services <laughs> it's not like that right it just seemed like he was not particularly in that moment interesting yeah um speaking of max casella and racetrack and stuff and what you thought you saw last week mm -hmm. i definitely saw a dude wearing a newspaper pirate hat yes that was not uh, racetrack because he was a taller guy it almost looked like the guy that was the first guy to like throw down his papers yeah yeah almost like he was like hey cool hat i'm gonna put this on while we break stuff interesting he I was that kind him. of like stocky tall kind of huh. kind of guy yeah i didn't notice him yeah i only like i only was like I wonder if that's the guy Aaron saw. It could, it could, and it very well could. Yeah. yeah. I have one more thing that is not about this minute, but it is about something Newsies related that I discovered today. Okay. If you do a search on Giphy for Newsies movie yeah. or Newsies in general, you will find many, many wizard pictures of Trey Parker on, I guess, Roundhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And it just made me that. giggle because it's clearly him, but he's not he's wearing like normal clothes and he's got that bowl haircut and he has no eye patch did we was trey parker one that we said was on roundhouse i don't think so it was probably actually there was one where it was him and three other dudes and i have a feeling it was probably from a clip of when express your express yourself clearly was the musical guest 
on probably Roundhouse. That, I don't know. That would make sense. Yeah. That, that would be a cool episode to find. Yeah. If you could, if we could find, if, you know, if any episodes of Roundhouse exist anywhere, which maybe they do, to find a Roundhouse episode that Express Yourself clearly was on. Yeah. So you could be like, boom, 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 boom. That'd be cool. Also, I listened to the Overdue episode today of uh, The Roundhouse, the book The Roundhouse. Okay. And they made a lot of comments about the Nickelodeon show Roundhouse. No way. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like there there was like a good two to three minutes that they just riffed on Roundhouse. Um, I noticed that today also. I was trying to send an, a, a Newsies wizard picture to uh, someone. Oh, to uh, Mike from Back to Future. I was Back to the Future trying Roundhouse. to respond to yeah. yours and couldn't find a good one. And because you have to put in movie because there's so many wizard pictures of the musical. I know. And I did put in movie. Yeah. But I still couldn't find one that I felt was an appropriate response. Yeah. And so I gave up. So I, yeah, I, I also noticed that there were, like, there was uh, one with the credits for Roundhouse. And, mm-hmm. like, one, they had a TV cutout that they often used for sketches. Like, okay. for being, like, commercials. They would do, like, SNL makes their commercials all production value. Mm-hmm. Roundhouse, their commercial parodies were within a TV set frame, which oh, was kind of cool. Sounds like our high school production of Schoolhouse Rock. I will not deny that if I had anything to do with that idea, that it might have come from Roundhouse. I, I think that was Greeley's idea. I still would be unsurprised to learn that Greeley at some point brought Roundhouse into her life. Fair enough. Because, like, it was very iconically Roundhouse. And she is not that much older than us. Right. So she could well have been watching Roundhouse. Yeah. I feel like it would have been, like, a babysitting a kid who was watching it. Sure, Sort of sure. situation. But, like, it's definitely possible. I so. mean, I watched Lizzie McGuire and Ethan Stevens in college voluntarily. Yeah. So. I watched Bunked yesterday. I don't know what that is. Uh... It's decent. It's a it's a one one of Lila's sitcoms. Oh, okay. It's basically Salute Your Shorts for for now. I never saw Salute Your Shorts. I saw the other one about camp, the Dude Ranch camp. Right. Hey, dude. Yeah. That's all I've got for this week. Yeah. I mean, or for the this wow. Week. Okay. Well, I guess we're going home early. <laughs> That's all I've got for today. <laughs> Sorry, Crutch. <laughs> okay. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Newsies Minute. And individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. You can find us on Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Aaron and James if you are enjoying the show and would like to financially support us. Please do. Yes. And thank you also to the Scavengers Network for having us. We are, I believe we mentioned them last week, but we are, uh, we have officially spoken with them (laughs) as of halfway through recording this entire show exactly so yes thank you scavnet for having it do they call it scavnet or did i make that up no scavnet is is a is a thing thank you scavnet for having us but which is it's weird for us to be saying this because throughout the whole thing you've been hearing us be on the scavengers network from minute one because of the thing at the end from minute intro oh minute yeah minute intro that's not a thing minute Minute zero. zero But yeah, so it's it's weird because like, yeah, anyways, time, yeah. Is, time is so strange. Yeah. Anyways, tomorrow has both uh, one of my highs and one of my lows from this movie. Not okay. lows in terms of I don't like it, but lows in, in terms of it makes me sad. Okay. So come back tomorrow and especially until then. Soak them for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.